Welcome to the Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast, where fitness professionals learn to get what they're worth. With over 30 years of combined experience in the fitness industry, Jonathan Loudermilk and Mark the Fitness Ninja Zolmanoff share their expertise in helping fit pros work smarter, earn more, and design a business that they love. Learn about effective social media strategies, organic marketing, client acquisition and retention, and whatever other shenanigans John and Mark bring to the table. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. It's your boy, Jonathan Lallermilk, your host with the most. And as always, I've got my partner in crime, my main man, Mark, the fitness ninja, Zalmanoff. And we've got a really special guest and a great friend of ours within the Apex community. But before we do introductions, we dive into the show where we're going to drop some gold nuggets and obviously partake in shenanigans. That's what we do here. I need <laughs> you to help us out. We show up every single week. We're actually almost at our one-year anniversary. So wow. me and Mark have been doing this for a year to give you guys actual tips, advice, and entertain you along the way so that you can get paid what you're worth. All we need you to do is to leave us a review. Go ahead and subscribe. And if you're seeing this and you're on IG, go ahead and take a screenshot, tag us at the Fit Pro Bros. It allows us to get this message out in front of more of our brothers and sisters so that they can get what they're worth as well too with that being said i'm gonna pass the baton off to my main man mark what's up man what's going on man so if you're listening to this this is take two of the <laughs> podcast. and you know there's there's always a lesson to be learned right and the lesson is you take imperfect action and you know that shit's gonna happen sometimes and you just figure it out and you roll with it so not that big of a deal um so i like it you know gets us, everybody's all relaxed we already had take one so we you know Got a, got a little flow going. There we go. Real and raw, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to share once again why my voice <laughs> sounds a little scratchy. I inhaled a sand dune over the weekend. And uh, if you're ever in Laughlin, Nevada, which, by the way, I, I don't know how people form these little towns. It's weird. Right. It's like in the middle of the, the fucking desert. Like, there's nothing there, right? Huh. And then all of a sudden, you got this little casino town. So if you're ever in Laughlin, Nevada, um, right now, they got the mask mandate going on. So you're in a you're in a casino and you got some dude going yeah, you need a mask. But if you're smoking a cigarette, you don't need a mask. So make it make oh sense. Oh my god! Figure that one out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's go, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, our very very special guest today is a high performance coach and the founder of the highly successful coaching experience, Confident: The Code to Living a Life on Fire. He works closely with parents, CEOs, business owners, and entrepreneurs to eliminate guesswork, form unbreakable habits, and build a roadmap to achieve a life on fire in the forever five pillars, faith, family, fitness, finances, and fun, which I'm all about. And he's also is a handsome-ass man. I'm just going to say it. Come on. He's a handsome-ass man. He's got great hair. He's got a beautiful family. Ladies wow. and gentlemen, Anthony Hudson. Anthony man. Hudson. Thank you. Glad to be here. I, uh, we, we said it the first, first take, but we'll say it again, like excited to be on and be uh, part of this and congrats on almost a year. That's great guys. That's consistency. That's a lot. What I preach on routines, healthy habits, you guys are putting in the work consistently, right? So that's tremendous. So I appreciate being a part of that. So thanks guys for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. 
Yeah. We appreciate love it. Love it. Love it. So, uh, you know, it's story time, brother. That's how these episodes always start off. So give us, give us a little story you, of, uh, you just tell the one you already told. Yeah, I already got one now. I know. I, I, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and then you can tell the one you told again. <laughs> um, yeah, so one of the worst ones, and, and I was there once upon a time too. I was a young kid, you know, didn't know much about responsibility and wanted to be, uh, you know, just kind of beat to the tune of my own drum. But yeah, one of the one of the best gym stories being a gym owner was was showing up and, and, you know, we got security cameras. So I don't know what this, one of my employees was thinking, but he was dead ass asleep on the middle of the gym floor at, you know, early morning. I get it. Right. I mean, it's hard after coming, you know, young kids, it's hard waking up early. Right. You know, nobody wants to do that. We want to stay up late and play video games, whatever the cool kids do these days. And uh, yeah, I walk in and sure enough, dead ass asleep on the floor, head on the, one of the heavy bags, like a pillow, like cozied up, hat over the head. Like, I'm like, man, you're here and that's what you're doing. I'm paying you to sleep, huh? And then there's a security camera. I could have checked the camera. I didn't. It would have been funnier if I would have and taken it and shown it to him, but uh, later on and, and just snuck right back out. But anyways, yeah, there's many, many stories being, being in the industry for, you know, 15 plus years. But uh, that was the one that I, I don't know that I thought most recently I'm like, yeah. I probably did something like that back in the day. So I can't give him too much crap, but, uh, man, yep. not cool. <laughs> it's funny. You end up becoming like a dad or a big brother to right? a lot of the people you bring Like, Hey, I'm gonna have a dad moment with you. Come here. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So if he was, yeah. he was laying on a, on a punching bag, like he took some effort though. Like, yeah. I mean, he rolled he that thing out. It. That's a hundred pound heavy bag. Like it's not just like, <laughs> I mean, he was dead ass tired, right? I mean, it's uh, you know, he's cozy. He's you're cozy. almost like I'm so impressed. I'm not even mad. I just yeah, yeah. it's like you ate the whole wheel of cheese. I'm not even mad. You ate the whole wheel of cheese. I'm not even mad. So, anyway, effort into your own personal growth. You're going places, son. That's right. Uh, all right, Good let's stuff. dig into this. So, Anthony, you and I have known each other for almost three years now. You know, Crazy. we crossed paths in Apex. And, you know, again, when I met you, I knew you were in the fitness industry. I wasn't quite sure what the capacity was. Yeah. And I know over the last several years, you know, you've had some ups and downs. You've been in and out of the industry, you know, as far as my perspective is concerned. Yeah. So, you know, let's let's talk about this journey of, of where you came from and how you got to this point where you are now. Love it. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. So out of college, played college football. Um being in fitness and working out, it was just kind of a natural thing, something I enjoyed. So I'm like, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. So I'm going to get an exercise science degree. And uh, I guess I'll go train some kids or maybe help coach a little football or I don't know, be a personal trainer. And I got my first job out of college at a, at a call it like a, maybe like a lifetime fitness type of a, a situation, a 24 hour fitness type. And it was good. Um, but right away, I'm like, okay, I'm selling these memberships. I'm putting in all the work and the gym's taking 60% of my paycheck. Right. And it's, it's kind of like big brother, I suppose. It's kind of like the government. Right. But I was like, <laughs> man, I'm doing all the work. I am selling all this. I'm putting in all the effort. They, I have the relationship, but at the end of the day, they're taking a majority of my paycheck. So I'm like, there's got to be a better way to do this. So I knew that betting on myself and figuring out how to way to be a business owner um, and uh, or, or running my own gym or have my own personal training uh, you know, business was going to be the way I needed to go. But I needed to learn some things along the way. So I got into banking. I wanted to learn about business a little bit more. I, uh, I worked at uh, some 
supplement stores similar to GNC to learn kind of that side of things too, to be more well-rounded. And, and eventually I invested in a franchise, right? Cause I, I knew that, um, you know, maybe investing in a franchise, I could keep, keep a job. And, and maybe that was part of my problem, not going all in right away versus, you know, stepping back into the, uh, the fitness space in a franchise model, right? Because in some franchises, you don't have to be an owner operator, you could be kind of an investor or semi absentee ownership. Anyways, so that was my start into franchising, which I'm still a part of. And then eventually, it got to be um, where, you know, I've got these gyms, we love it, but uh, COVID hit, and we actually sold our gyms prior to COVID happening, but I needed to figure out I wanted to, I've got all these certifications, I've got all this knowledge, what am I going to do with it? I don't want to completely give up on fitness, right? So I, I transitioned, you know, when COVID came around into, you know, online coaching and, and a little bit of group coaching and one-on-one -on -one coaching, but um, I didn't have the bandwidth to, and the capacity to do it the way I wanted to do it. And, and the other thing that I, I saw happening was people's mindsets were completely uh, just in the gutter, right? With having to stay home, you don't, you know, you can't go out to eat anymore. You can't go to a gym. You don't have a routine. You're trying to figure out how to work out from home. You don't know what you're doing. There's no one-on-one -on -one in-person interaction anymore. So I saw, uh, you know, kind of a, a opportunity to transition into more of what I call performance coaching. Some people want to call it life coaching, whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't personally like that term, but uh, performance coaching is more on the five pillars, right? Because uh, a lot of people's worlds got turned upside down. You know, you think about it, your kids are, you know, you're homeschooling your kids. A lot of times you're maybe your, your significant other is also working out of the house with you. You know, I don't take this the wrong way. Somebody, somebody will, but you know, you might like, might love your, your wife or husband on the weekends, right. When you go out to dinner with them and do the fun family stuff, but I don't necessarily know if I love my, my, uh, my wife at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Right. I mean, that's, that's kind of how it happens. Right. And kind of what happened with that whole situation so that's really the transition and, and learning from, you know, Mark and, and Jonathan and some of you guys, what you were doing and other Apex members, like I realized that I was trying to be, um, I was trying to fit uh, into somebody else's world instead of kind of making my own. Like, so mm -hmm. I, I needed to give those guys me and my, you know, I've been married 15 years, beautiful wife, owned some businesses, you know, got a pretty good relationship, got kids. So did the father thing. So coaching around all that stuff, people needed help with that more than ever. Um, and, and I didn't realize it until COVID hit that, hey, I, I've, I've got things pretty good and maybe some people could use some help with some of that stuff. So that's where confident came from. Healthy habits, building routines, that's where your confidence comes from because you're stacking wins and uh, you, know, you can always fall back on your routine when, when shit goes sour and when the, the world you know, throws you a curveball, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how the whole thing transpired and now it's uh, really starting to take off, which I'm excited about. And there's still a fitness component to it. Fitness is the foundation of all things success. You guys know that. And that's one of my taglines that I use all the time. However, there's more to it than that, I think. So, so that's, that's kind of in the nutshell and whew, I'm out of breath. I need a drink. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Anthony, I, I want to get your perspective on this. Me and yes, Mark sir. talk about this all the time Love it. is, you know, it sounds like you've really become extremely well-rounded with all of your clients. Like you're, you're hitting your five pillars versus that's like right. when you first go in as a coach, it's like, I'm going to work people out. And then you're like, oh, I've talked about nutrition. Well, I'm going to learn that side too. But as we go longer with this, there's all these other sides, like your faith and your family and your finance, all that stuff that impacts that. So I want to get your viewpoint on where do you see the industry going in terms of that standard and expectation from coaches? Or do you feel like, no, there's not going to be any change in that. This is just what I'm doing. I'm kicking ass at it. 
<laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say uh, there's definitely, you know, the mindset thing. I know that's probably something that you guys focus on a lot, like gratitude and, and being a lifetime student, all these things, like you've got to be able to get your mind right. Uh, you've got to have that ultimate confidence and, and be able to realize that when you don't want to go work out, you're still going to have the discipline and the, uh, the uh, decision-making power to go ahead and do that, even though you absolutely would rather do anything else in the world besides that. So I think mindset's always been a part of it. You know, I think it will grow and evolve and, and we don't know what fitness is going to look like with the metaverse and all these other things happening, <laughs> like in all these, these sure. crazy mirror things at home and all this other stuff. So it's definitely going to have to involve, you know, evolve and in, uh, in some way, shape or form. Absolutely. And I think you're seeing that now and you'll continue mm -hmm. to see it. So if you're not, if you're not good, if you're trying to avoid change, you're going to be left in the dust. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, here's the the X factor I, I do believe is always the human element. And when we talk about COVID and what happened to the fitness industry during that time. Yeah, there was a lot of automation that happened, the mirror, the Peloton, like all those things kind of exploded. But at the same time, you had people craving human interaction and, you know, being maxed, masked up and being stuck in their homes and not having to go to work and see people like some people loved it because they're like, oh, good. I don't have to deal with any human beings ever again. Awesome. But, you know, we we operate best with others like we were meant. We were created Absolutely. to be around other human beings. And so to me, when you start building a business that relies on a human component that provides something more than just here's these sets and reps and here's a list right. of food to eat you know, that's what's going to keep guys like you and I in business is because we do provide that and people still need that regardless of you can automate all kinds of stuff in this world. Sure. But that human connection that we crave at our core, you can't duplicate it. Maybe somebody will, maybe somebody will figure out some AI shenanigans, you know, maybe Grimes, right. will, you know, Grimes, the alien, she'll, she'll figure it out. <laughs> you know? But uh, yeah. So, so Anthony, you know, this is, this is a long career that you've had and, and a lot of moving components coming in and out, you know, the entrepreneur world is, is crazy. And, you know, right. we have more access to resources now than, than we've ever had. But what I want to know from you is what, what type of structure do you operate with now? And did you always have that type of structure? Or was that something that you have, have kind of crafted and learned over the years? No, absolutely not. I, uh, I've had to, you know, I've had to build it and tear it back down and build it up again because, um, you know, unfortunately things change. So I, when I first started, it was like, I don't have any structure. Structure means I'm boring. I have no, you know, that, that means that I've, everything's already planned out for me. So there's, there's no fun that's going to happen. Like I was, I was of the, uh, you know, impression or, or I, I felt that, you know, if, uh, if I have to plan everything out, then, you know, I, I'm, I'm not light on my feet. I want to be able to react and, and bob and weave and punch and move and all these kind of things, because that's the exciting part. I, I, I don't want to have my every single day planned. I want to, you know, uh, live life, right. And, and see what life brings, but come to find out that was a very reactionary, uh, mindset. Um, that was, it, you know, it, it doesn't allow for growth, uh, you're always in a reactive state, right? You're not in a proactive state. So you're not controlling your days. You're not controlling the outcomes, right? So I was, I was then waking up and the first thing I would do is check your phone, check your email, those kind of things uh, instead of, hey, nope, I'm going to do my gratitude journaling. I'm going to work out. I'm going to listen to something positive that I'm going to, uh, you know, 
do things with my kids, having your whole day structured, what that allows you to do is when the world does throw a curveball at you, you've got more bandwidth, more decision-making power to handle it when shit hits the fan, right? So that's where the structure and the habits and all that stuff, it allows you to be more creative, right? You've got more bandwidth and decision-making power to do the more difficult tasks that maybe you didn't have planned for. So that's where structure really comes into play and having routines. And it all starts with habits. And you're not just going to go from one day to boom, here's my routine. I'm good to go now. You've got to figure out what you want and slowly build it from there. So first you got to remove the crap that's not doing you justice, right? All the crap that you're like, all the bad habits of you know, playing video games late at night or watching Netflix and not getting up early to not planning out your meals or not planning out your week for work, whatever that looks like. You got to get rid of the bad habits before you can build up new habits, right? A lot of people are just like, you know, with a fitness routine, you haven't been into the gym for two years and you're all of a sudden going to go try to, you know, do the same shit that you did when you were playing college sports or whatever. It doesn't work, right? You, right. You, you've got to build the muscle memory back up and, and, and you've lost some, some of your strength. So you got to slowly work your way back into it, right. To use a, a workout analogy, cause we're fit pro bros. Right. So yeah, um, yeah it, it, so you absolutely have to uh, evolve and get better, but it's been a journey and there's been some times where, I've had to completely scrap what I'm doing and, and start over and, and, um, but, but it was, it was the right decision for me. So, so I've got a question. You've revamped your whole routine and behaviors and dude, I've watched it firsthand. So like, congratulations. Like it's been awesome Thanks. watching you grow. I want to hear what was the hardest part of that? Like that maybe it was one habit or one behavior. Like what was the one that got you stuck and what did you do to get moved past it? Huh? What was the one that got me stuck? I think the hardest one I working out in, in gyms and working in gyms, like as, as fit pro guys, like I completely quit working out not quit completely quit, but I quit focusing on my own fitness. Cause I was focused mm -hmm. on everybody's else, everybody else's. So it's the last thing I wanted to do was stay and do a workout after I just trained eight people for an hour, each person, uh, so on. And so I was exhausted. Right. And I didn't want to wake up early, um, because I was, young, you know, and punk and wanted to go have fun and, and hang out with friends and all that other stuff. So it, it, it turned back into taking care of myself first. And, and I realized that I have to get up early and get a, get a sweat in before anybody else is up. And, and as I've continued to grow and have a family and those kind of things, like kids want your time, they want the quality time. They don't, you know, all those kind of things, your family needs that. Right. So the only time that I could truly feel good about it, not be somewhere else, but actually focused in the gym and intentional about it was early in the morning. So mm -hmm. it was a combination of realizing that, Hey, I've got to get back in my own routine and, and get out of my own way. Because, you know, sometimes when we, you know, I don't know if you feel this way, Mark, or, or, you know, Jonathan, when you're, you know, if you're helping people work out and, and get healthier, you know, sometimes it's the last thing you want to do is be in the gym, like right? after you dude, spent the last dude. eight to 12 hours there. Yeah, dude, right there with you, man. Yeah. You know, it's, it's part of why I, I have a trainer now. I work with Dante, you know, yeah. like opening up bandwidth and all those things is like, look, I don't want to have to worry about anything else. And, and it's true when you spend all day pouring your cup out and then there's nothing there at the end of the day it's hard to do the things that you need to do. So it's awesome to hear you figured out what works for you. Um, and I think that's, this, that's a gold gym right there. So if y'all are paying attention, like take notes and think about what is that thing for you? And then you just need to switch that out. So Anthony, I appreciate you sharing that, man. That's awesome. Yeah, no, thanks for the question. Appreciate it. Yeah. And I think that's, to me, that's really common. It's a very common thing yep. to see coaches not 
really, you know, put the emphasis on their own personal health that they used to for that very reason. It's just burnout, especially when you've been in the industry for a long time and, and, you know, you're, you're kind of, you know, you're kind of done with the competition side of things right. and you're really just working out to stay in shape. Right. And you don't necessarily have any hard, solid goals that you're trying to attain. It's really hard some days to get your ass up and do the things that you know you're supposed to do, even though it's what we tell everyone else to do. So, so that being said, Anthony, how do you, how do you operate now to self-motivate yourself to go work out or, you know, it's not even motivation really. It's just the discipline, but sure. You know, what do you, what do you tap into to make sure that you're staying on top of that now that you weren't doing before? Yeah. So it, it's funny, right? I, I don't know if you guys follow superheroes. And I know, you know, Mark, you're the fitness ninja. You've kind of got your own, um, we'll call it persona or um, uh, alter ego maybe. Right. So when I used to work in the gym and run the floor, we had a kickboxing gym uh, for a while and, and I'd run the floor and you got that high energy. You have to be loud. The music's loud. You're controlling the room, sometimes 15, 20 people in a class at once. Right. So when I'd step into the gym, I'd have to be the loudest person, the highest energy person in the room um, when I'm coaching and on the floor. So I'd step into my fighter name uh, at that gym was called, it was a train, right? So I'm stepping into my alter ego. So all our superheroes have it, you know, your Clark Kent's, your Superman's, your Bruce Wayne's, your Batman's, whoever, right? Um, double, you know, all those guys. So that's the same thing. When I walk into the gym it, and it might be a thing, it might be putting on a headband. It might be a certain wristband. It might just be um, starting your watch to count calories lacing up your shoes, whatever that is, but that's turning you into your uh, alter ego person. And that's the guy that's your gal that's going into rec shop and handle business. And you have to realize that being a fitness pro and coaching other people, I have to lead from the front. I can't expect any of my people to do anything that I am not currently doing or have already done and willing to continue to do. Right. So if they see me slacking off, yeah, I can keep, I, you know, I, people might not know the promises I've made to myself that I can kind of hide from myself in some way, shape or form. But uh, I also, you know, let people know what my goals are and, and uh, you have to lead from the front as well. So it's, it's that alter ego piece a little bit is what I tap into. And a lot of people, you know, uh, could, could definitely take advantage of that. And that's part of what I, I coach people towards, but also uh, just knowing that people are counting on me, right. My, my, my family's counting on me, my kids, all the people I coach, all you guys, my apex brothers and sisters, like all that, that's, that's, I've got to continue to win and, and show up every single day and represent what winning looks like. So it's not that hard when you think about it that way. Yeah. And I think John, I think it was last week, last week or the week before you and I talked about what it means as a fitness professional to be pushing yourself and let it be known. And it's not bragging and it's not, you know, showboating, but it's showing, Hey, I'm willing to show up and do the work. And, you know, it's part of the reason that I do OCR stuff. Cause my short yeah. little ass, man, I got to work hard at that shit. That shit ain't easy for me, man. You know, like it doesn't come naturally, like nothing about it. It's like, Oh yay, This is super easy, but I do it because if it inspires somebody to get off the couch and go walk, then I'm serving my purpose. They don't have to do the same thing we're doing, but they right. are looking at us as like, oh, what, what are they doing? And people are always watching. So let's give them a show. Yeah. And on top of that too, real quick, Mark, you know this, Jonathan, you know this as well. Like 
people think it's so easy for us. Mm. In some cases, I would argue that as a fitness professional, it's even more difficult for some of the things we just talked about. We're, we're pouring our cup out to everybody else for one, but for two, like, you know, I've probably done almost every single fitness routine type of thing that I, you can think of out there. Like I got to come up with some new shit to do, right? <laughs> we got to come up with some new stuff. So we're, we're reaching out to each other and doing different things and coming up with new routines and on all that stuff as well. So it's probably, I would argue harder for us to stay in shape or to sometimes do the things uh, that, and, and sometimes people just need to hear that, right? That, oh, it's easy. You're a natural athlete or you, you know, you've got good genetics or whatever that crap, or you know, all the things to do and know exactly what to do. I don't know. Most of us know exactly what to do. It's just having the discipline to do it right. No matter mm. if you're a fit pro or not. I remember if knowledge was the answer, we'd all be That's billionaire right. six pack abs. Exactly. Right. What I love the most about that is, you know, leadership can be a complex topic, but at the end of the day, if you're leading by example, it's the easiest way to lead. You don't need to be like the next Jeff Bezos or Tony Robbins. Like, but if you're simply like, Hey, I'm doing this, who wants to come with dude, it gets rid of everyone's excuses. Such an easy way to live your life. I love it. <laughs> love it. Yeah, it really is. So, it makes it simple. Yeah. So Anthony, I know, seemingly over the last few months like you really have gone all in mm -hmm. and and i know you know i i know i reached out to you at some point yeah and uh you know i've i've always looked up to you i'm like dude you you got it why aren't you going all in and so this this makes me really like it brings me joy to see you doing this but what i want to know is that. what what changed like what was the thing that you're like all right th it's me now and yeah and, you know, even just a few things that I've seen happen for you over the last, yeah. you know, you won an award in our Apex Network. You're on stage a couple of weeks ago. Out of nowhere, Crazy. it was freaking awesome. Like, you know, I was super yeah. excited for you. So what, Appreciate what it. was the shift? And then, and then where do you see it going from here? Yeah, no, um, the shift was, you know, I quit listening to that whole voice in the back of your head, what we'll call imposter syndrome. And, and I, uh, you know, I, I, I saw what in myself, what so many other people had told me they've seen in my potential. I, I'd been in rooms with you guys and I look up to you guys as well. So I appreciate that. And I, I'm like, why not me? What, what, why not? I mean, it's, it's that simple. We can have anything we want in life if we're just willing to put in the work and stay consistent, right? And, and that's that's the key. Why can't it be me? Why it's all imposter syndrome? It's all you know. It falls back to how we were raised and things like that. So it was it was talking to other people and them realizing my potential and believing in me. Sometimes you just need somebody to believe in you uh, and, and really truly feel like um, uh, they they care. And then from there, it, it kind of just took off. So I, mm -hmm. I reached out to Stuman, Jonathan, I reached out to your brother as well. I know, uh, Mark, you sent me messages, Jonathan as well. Like, just just knowing that other other people see my potential and know that, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm meant for something more. Uh, and then understanding that I probably always knew that, but for whatever reason, uh, nobody ever, I, I hate to say it. My parents didn't tell me they were proud of me a lot. They didn't always tell me like, Hey, 
you know, I see you doing great things someday. Like my grandma did that a lot. So it's, it's again, we, we need reminded. That's the hard part. We sometimes need reminded of those things. And I just needed, I just needed a reminder uh, and, and maybe more than one, but, and that, and that's really where it started and where it uh, is really taken off from there. So where, where, where to from here? I don't know. Sky's the limit. That's, that's all I can tell you, but, mm. but confidence and, and growth and uh, you know, knowing that, um, nothing can stop me as long as I stay consistent and do the work. That's what we're all about in the groups that we're in together. And uh, that's what we're all about, uh, you know, for, for helping each other out as well. So. You know, the, the, the proud of you statement, it's something that to me, it seems like a recurring theme that's very prevalent, especially in the entrepreneurial world. Yeah. I think a lot of people, start doing things for themselves because they're they're looking for validation from somewhere that never happened and probably never will sad but true but with that being said like i really make it a point to make sure that the people around me that i really am proud of that i let them know right and you know i tell john all the time i'm proud of him i tell my clients all the time i'm proud of them because i am number one but i understand that like a lot of people really have never heard it and, and I was very fortunate to grow up with a dad who did tell me that he was proud of me and did show me love. And, and I never felt a lack in that area. So I didn't know any different. Sure. <laughs> I thought that's sure. how everybody was. And it's yeah. not, not the case at all. Yeah. I feel, I feel like most entrepreneurs have mommy issues or daddy issues and it drives <laughs> us to success. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Hundred percent, and sometimes it's showing too. It's not always telling. That's part of it too. Is they got to show. You know, it doesn't have to be those exact words, but you know, it's 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 just as much the actions as it is the words. And and if you're not getting that either, like it's it's tough. So tough. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, So how does it feel? Like, how do you do? You feel different? Do you feel like internally? Do you feel different now that you know that? Hey, you know, we're burning the ships and we're going all in on this shit. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's still sinking in. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it truly, I mean, cause this has happened, it, you know, six months sounds like a long time, but really it's not, not, not anymore. It's, it's the snap of a finger. Right. So it feels great. It, I know I got a lot more work to do, but uh, I'm excited every single day. And that's, that's really what I want people to understand. And the people that I work with and being around you guys is like getting up and being excited every single day to help yeah. more people and do the things that you love doing. And, and, being able to do whatever you want when you want that true freedom, right? Financial freedom, time, freedom, all that stuff. That's what it's all about. And it's out there for anybody that wants it, right? You just have to go after it, know what you want, uh, know where you're at now and who do you have to become to go get it? That's it. It's not that hard. Dude. I love it, man. It just makes me think about, and, and we're, we're a little bit privileged with apex and the, the things yeah. and the conversations we get to have, but the whole, right. like, wait till we get good. Yeah, that's such a powerful statement when you actually understand what that means, right? Because you know, I'm I'm grateful to wake up every day going, "Wow, like wait till we get good." Like we're not even good yet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you look at like, "Wow, I've gotten this success at this level." And we all know there's so many levels beyond this, but I think that's what makes it fun. Like I don't know about you guys, but for me, I love the thrill of the hunt. That's more exciting to me than actually getting the thing that I'm hunting. Because I'm like, well, what's the next thing? then what's the next thing, you know? So what, what are y'all thoughts about that? Do y'all feel the same way? Do y'all go through the same experiences? Well, I think, you know, the, the thrill of the hunt is knowing that we're learning in the process. Like we're, we're cognizant enough to know that there's lessons 
being learned that will take us to the next level. The reason we're not at that next level yet is because we haven't learned the things that we need to learn. You know, right. Anthony, you just said it before, like, who do you have to become to step into that, that growth? So there's, there's always, like, there's always levels. I'll, I'll never forget, sure. I don't know, a year or two ago when, uh, you know, our homie Stuman was on some trip down in Cabo and he's on a boat with his friend and they roll up on Jerry Jones's yacht. And it's like, I think he said it's like the seventh biggest yacht in the world. Jeez. Right. And so they're on this very nice boat, you know, in Cabo. And he's like, that fucking boat could fit inside of his, yeah. inside of the bottom of the Jerry Jones's yacht. There's always levels to this. And, and it's to me, it's fun because, like you said, you know, we're surrounded by awesome people. Right. We're surrounded by people like shooting for whatever the hell they want. And so it motivates me to keep pushing and it's not, it has nothing to do with money. Like we finally, I think most of us, you know, you get to a certain age, you understand, Hey, if I just keep showing up and I'm consistent, the income will be there. It's not That's about right. that, but the impact that we get to make on individual human lives yep. is, you know, there's a price for it, but it's kind of priceless. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, I love that. And I love what you said about, you know, fall in love with the journey and it's a process, right? There truly is no finish line to this stuff. As soon as we think there's a finish line, then we stop doing what we're doing and then we fall off and then we have to get work that much harder to get back to where we were before. It's similar in fitness, it's entrepreneurship, it's everything. It's all components, all pillars, right? So following, enjoying the journey, you know, live life to its fullest every single day. I mean, it's, it sounds cheesy or whatever, but that's what it's all about. It really is. Yeah, I mean, I haven't built a dick rocket to go to space. So I got, I got work. You got that's next. That's next up for you. I see it already. I see it. (laughs) Oh boy, that guy's amazing. (laughs) I don't, I don't care what people, people are gonna judge that dude. But man, if you can build a dick rocket and take your own self to space, that's pretty impressive. Pretty badass for sure. For sure. All right. Uh, So Anthony, always we we finish this up. You. I'll just call them rapid fire questions, but you can, Uh-oh. you can expound as much as you want. Okay. Um, just some, just some fun things. Fun sure. Things. You did not prep me for this. Thank you very much. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, growing up, who was your favorite athlete? Oh, actually, you know what? I like Scotty Pippen better than Michael Jordan. If you can believe that. I like right. Scotty Pippen. That's why I like Scotty Pippen. Yeah. He was great. Uh, just more well-rounded, like, um, played defense. I played defense in college. I played safety. I know that's football, but I, for some reason I like the the stopper. Like he was, I felt like he was the gel that kept the team together. Yep. I don't know why that's just how I felt. Jordan was great. I mean, but I like Pippen. He was, uh, he was underpaid massively, massively. Underpaid. Michael Jordan took that personally. <laughs> 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 and he took his paycheck anyway. Uh, probably (laughs) what's the best cartoon that's ever been made oh man we're going back now I don't know if I can pick one are you kidding me can I pick one for you yeah (laughs) well you pick one and then I'll tell you if I it's yes or no let's let's hear it Hunter Buck says you like Johnny Bravo (laughs) (laughs) that's not the first time I've said that I don't know that I've ever watched the Hey, I don't know if I've ever watched a full episode of Johnny Bravo, if I'm being brutally honest. Yeah, I don't I mean, I've seen it. It's uh, it's like your spirit animal in the cartoon. <laughs> he is the pillar of, of resilience. Yes. Johnny Bravo is just the won't take no for an answer. I love it. I better go YouTube some stuff then. I think <laughs> I probably have. I think I probably have. Dang. Uh, 
favorite cartoon ever. God, there were so many. I mean, it was from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to, I mean, I'm back in the like He-Man, like old school day. That was a long time ago, but nope. uh, Thundercats was good. Nope. Um, I'm trying to think of old school Saturdays, what we used to watch, what X-Men. I used to watch. X-Men, yeah, X-Men was good. I mean, there was even their transformers and GoBots and voltron yep. and all there's so many i don't know you can't that's that's an impossible question to answer well if you're Mark, playing, what's yours if you're playing along at home the correct answer is south park oh well yeah i actually my parents wouldn't even let me watch simpsons growing up like i had to like i couldn't even watch you know so south park is yeah i get that i'm thinking i was going back to a kid uh, anyways I used to, I remember watching uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers after school. Yeah. That one. That, I remember that too. Those Duck two Tales is good. Back, back every day. Darkwing it. Duck, DuckTales, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Darkwing Duck. All right, last question for you, sir. Okay. If you could have a billboard oh, with a message on it for everyone to see, what would be the message on that billboard? God, why do you do this to me? Oh, wow. Um, what would be the message on the billboard? Hmm. I don't know. Something to the effect of just be confident in who you are. Everything else will follow suit. Like it's you, you know, you're what you're capable of, who you are. Like confidence is a superpower, right? So I'm going to elaborate this. This wouldn't all fit on a billboard, but it's the biggest billboard you've ever seen. Right. Right. Um, no, I think everybody's got their own uh, superpower and it's self-confidence. It's just, we lose it. We lose it. Um, maybe we never had it and we lose it. But uh, what I try to help people do is, uh, you know, gain that back and, and keep it right. Because if you're confident, you know, you can do, you can do anything you put your mind to. Right. So I think confidence is something that uh, is, is a constant battle for people. And that's what I, I try to, I want to leave every conversation. Maybe this is it. I want every conversation that you have with me for you to leave with more energy and more confidence. Right. That's my goal. So every message, every post, every podcast episode, every interaction, that's my goal is to you, you guys to leave more confident than, uh, than previously to us having that conversation. Oh, Something get, like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, dude, you are a phenomenal human being. We appreciate having you on. Tell the folks where they can connect with you. Uh, if you still got your podcast rolling, like pl- plug your shit, homie. Yeah, appreciate it. No, thank you guys so much. This has been fun and uh, hope to get to do it uh, soon. Uh, Confident is my podcast. The Code to Living a Life on Fire. So it's on iTunes and all the things. If you just look up Anthony Hudson Confident, just rebranded uh, that. So excited there. Uh, createyourconfident.com. So createyourconfident.com is my website. More about my story, coaching program, uh, all those kind of things. And uh, probably Instagram's the best like personal social media handle to follow me on. And it's just by full name, Anthony Hudson. So just Anthony Hudson's the handle on Instagram. So uh, I'm active in all of them. So uh, appreciate it, guys. God, this is fun. Oh, we're going to have to do this again soon, and I'll have you guys on my podcast as that well. That tagline is fire, man. Yeah. 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 Appreciate it. For sure. Well, we'll put all your links in the show notes. So if you're listening in, we'll make sure you can connect with Anthony. Uh, dude, like I said, we appreciate you. Appreciate Thank growing you. with you. You know, it's, it's, it's fun to, it's fun to do stuff, but it's, it's so much more fun to do it with other great people around you. So I appreciate what you do. I appreciate your 
your heart and passion behind it. You know, I, I know for a fact, you don't stay in this industry for this long. Mm-hmm. If you don't really have right. a heart to help other human beings and uh, you know, we need, we need more great coaches to stick around. So we definitely appreciate it, man. Thanks fellas. Appreciate you. Absolutely. And as always, be like Anthony Hudson and go out there and get what you worth, baby. Yeah. yeah. Damn good episode. Damn. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We hope you found value and entertainment in our content. Listen, we love helping fit pros get paid with their worth, and we have something we would love for you to take advantage of. Absolutely. So go to fitprocollective.com forward slash bootcamp to download our free business bootcamp on taking your training business online. This is no BS sales pitch. This is actual strategies that you can implement right now to move your business forward. Finally, again, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and review. Let us know what you think. Thanks again for listening to Real Talk with Real Fit Pros, where we help fit pros what? Get what they're worth. Yeah.